Hey, 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 welcome to After Hours. You're here with your boy, Jay Jones. If you're new to After Hours, this is a show where we will be reviewing events, uh, sports, uh, games, uh, movies that just come out, TV show finales, um, just reviewing an event or anything like that soon after and previewing next episode of the next game. Uh, we're here starting right in the middle of the NBA Finals, and we just came off a 105-92 to win by the Toronto Raptors, and the sports world is shook up as we have the Raptors one game away tonight, Monday night, one game away from potentially ending one of the greatest dynasties that we've ever seen. So we want to go back to game four. For those who want to get caught up, you missed it, you didn't see some of the details. Game four, Clay Thompson misses game three, comes back for game four. The buzz wasn't a lot, but it was a good amount of buzz about KD. KD, is he coming back? He ends up not coming back for game four, so they just have Clay. <clears throat> they come out strong, crowds were nuts. Uh, Curry, Dre, Clay played pretty solid in the first half. They go into halftime only up like six. Um, you kind of feel like that's great for them, but you kind of feel like they should have been up a little bit more. Toronto's not playing great. Second half, Toronto explodes. And we have a 105-92 to victory for Toronto. Um, some of the storylines from this game really were just Kawhi was amazing. Uh, defensively, that's probably was the best offensive game he's had the whole series. You know he's been kind of uh, favoring that right leg. I'm not sure if it's the right knee or right quad. Um, he's had some problems with that in his career. But he's fantastic. Um, just very efficient passing the ball. Uh, 40 points, no turnovers. He was amazing, man. He kind of put a stamp on again. This was his Kobe game, his Shaq game, his LeBron game. I mean, he'd done it in the finals before, but to be this dominant on the offensive end of the game in such a huge game for the Warriors, they had almost had to win this one. They don't they didn't have to, but it was as close as a must-have game, especially when you're kind of resting your hopes on getting somebody back, getting Kevin Durant back. A win here would have pushed that timetable back, but it gave you a little bit more hope. Um, but they couldn't do it. Toronto played extremely well. Serge Ibaka hit some big shots. Mark Gasol was solid. Um, Siakam played really, really well down the stretch. They were just making shots. Lowry, they were just making shots. They were just answering the Warriors, and they just pulled away in that late third, early fourth quarter, and they were just able to hold them off the, the whole entire fourth quarter. Uh, sports world was shocked. I was shocked. I think everyone kind of assumed the Warriors were just going to find a way to just pull that one out, but Raptors held them off. So here we are, 3-1, doom and gloom. You already have the articles coming out. Is the dynasty over? What's this team going to look like? Um, is the, the torch being passed for the best player to the Kawhi now? Uh, Toronto's ready to, to, to slam the door. Uh, game five is back in Toronto. They're ready to finish this thing off. And today we get the news. First, um, just before lunchtime, you know, 
He pra- he practiced just a couple days ago, so we knew he was going to practice. So the video of him practicing going out for shoot-around um, was in the public. This was just before noontime. And then a little bit after that, Steve Kerr had a press conference and said it's going to be a game-time decision. He said he looked good, but game-time decision. And then probably a couple hours after that, it leaked. It's official. Game 5 in Toronto with his team down 3-1. Kevin Durant is coming back. Again, we have no idea how he's going to look. Um, he's been out for a month. Um, it was just reported three days ago that he didn't look great. So it's a great sign that he's good enough to play. It's a great sign that reportedly people are saying he looked good today. But that's a short turnaround. How long can he go? Fatigue. It's just questions in the air. But for Golden State, this was this is the way you needed this. Because even Kevin Durant standing standing still and not moving is better than McKinney and these other guys are on Jarevko. I mean they're rolling out some guys who give you zero almost zero threat offensively like you want to leave them open to make them shoot like you can't have that in the NBA finals game especially when you're counting on a guy like Stephen Curry who's a great player I mean go down to one of the greatest probably the greatest shooter ever when you have him a slight frame guy having to play defense and offense and I just play offense but probably have to score 35 to 40 to give you a chance to win you have Clay. You know, he's still hurt playing on a half a hamstring on his right right side. He's having to at least get close to 30. And the rest of the guys have to score. And, you know, they're not getting wide open shots like they were when you had KD out there all the time. It's just, it's what they needed. They Even if he can only give you 70%, if he can only give you 20, 25 minutes, they need him. Like, for them to win this, any chance of coming back from this, they need KD to be give them something. And that's what we're getting right now, man. We're getting KD, and it's like a movie. I mean, the 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 setup is beautiful, right? <clears throat> we have Golden State. You know, some people pick Toronto, but most people pick Golden State to go ahead and win this thing. Um, you know, you knew KD was hurt. People said, "I don't even need KD. They're playing so well." And you know, worst come to worst, KD be back game four, and they'll probably be tied two two. So when we, you know, that that's the storyline going to the game. You know, they split the first two. Toronto probably should have won game two. They dominated game one. Then you game three, Clay's hurt. They win that. Then people say, okay, well, Clay's coming back game four. Warriors are going to tie this up. As we know, Toronto wins game four. We're at 3-1. The world's shocked. The Raptors in the driving seat going to just bring down this dynasty. But now, on the eve of game five, we have, I mean, depending how you rate them, Top three, top five at worst. To me, he's top three. Um, I gotta, I gotta put him, Kawhi, and I gotta put. I still gotta put LeBron there. I still think LeBron's and, until well, he was hurt last year. I still think LeBron. Give give him the right squad. I still think he's a top three player. Um, but top three, top five, whatever. Top three, top five player. One go down is probably one of the best scores ever. It's coming back with his team down three one. Probably his last, you believe the news reports, probably his last series with this team ever. Here he comes. He can be the hero. And even if just to give him, even if he get it to sick, just get it back to Oakland. If he can just pull this out tonight, it will go down as one of the greatest sports stories 
the start of one of the greatest sports stories. Obviously, if they lose game six and it's happened, whatever, no big deal. But if they can get game six, get this thing to seven, I mean, he'll be setting up to one of the greatest stories that we've ever seen. And I think, you know, Kevin's a different kind of guy. That's why I kind of tell people, you know, I listen to a lot of people, a lot of sports people, you know, a lot of this NBA media, a lot of middle-aged guys from the East Coast, and they have this mindset. They still have this fantasy land of the, you know, early, mid-90s, late-80s of how they want a guy to be. We're just in a different time, period. Social media has kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Social media has kind of sprung this different kind of guys being comfortable being different. You know, when you come in this new era of social media, this new era of AAU, this new era of the one and done college guys, so many changes that this group of superstars we have now has had to be raised from. Guys are just different. It's like the Kyrie thing. Kyrie's just a different guy. Boston friends hate it. They're going to kill him. They're killing him right now. Expect him to leave, but I'm I get Kyrie because I under, I'm me and him are close enough to the same age. I get him. I, I understand why he's a different kind of guy. And I say that to say Kevin Durant's the same type of guy. Like I truly thought, think Kevin Durant in his head, his team said, "Hey, you're gonna go to Oakland. Yeah, you're gonna win." But you're just gonna you're gonna be happy. You're gonna learn how to play a better type of basketball. You're gonna get to play easier basketball. And when you're done, you're gonna go into the next team and you're gonna do the LeBron thing, right? LeBron with Miami. He learned. He got his rings, and then he left. I think Kevin was thinking it was gonna be the same type of thing. Obviously, the backlash would be different because he joined Golden State, and Golden State's been dominating the NBA since he's been there, and fans are frustrated. As a Hawks fan, I mean, we weren't, we weren't going to be winning title anyway, but I get it. Fans are frustrated. We feel, seem like you don't have a chance. So he's been killed. But this gives him a, a chance to kind of, I mean, I don't think people, this is going to be a footnote in his legacy, especially if he goes on and wins and breaks records with the Knicks or the Nets or whoever he goes to next. But he can change this footnote into a huge page in his story. If he can come out from that injury, missing, he missed the whole uh, what's the conference finals. He missed the final <clears throat> game and a half of the Houston series, the first four of the finals. If he can come back and find a way to help his team win three games, not 30 for 30. They might as well go ahead and get the, get the contract right there. That's, that's 30 for 30. That's a TV movie that, that's going to happen if he can bring his team Back from three one, so that's kind of where we at right now. Toronto, and close it out. Golden State back back against the wall. And I think we're just gonna get a show tonight, man. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get a classic. Um, uh, I don't know who to predict. And I wanted to uh, touch another thing. Um, since this series, excuse me, been playing out. You know, we've had a lot of comparisons. And kind of the two that kind of stood out for me was the end of the Heat run, right? The Heat had this great victory the year before with the Spurs. You know, they were, they were going to lose in game six. Um, they tapped the ball out to Ray Allen after the miss uh, three by LeBron. Ray Allen hits it. 
They win that game. LeBron comes back in seven, and they play inspired. Mike Miller goes off. They beat the Spurs next year. Just a weird year. Like, Wade is was more hurt then. He looked older then than he did this past season, <laughs> which is super weird. But he's, like, beat up. He can't really play much. He kind of had to rest him most of the year. You have other guys, I and mean, Ray was still playing at a pretty good level, but other guys like Mike Miller and rest of these guys is old and kind of beat up, and it's kind of like a year went by, and it's like, what? This is the team? And Spurs just played great and just kind of blew the doors off of them. But it was like an end of an era. You kind of saw it coming. It was like after those first couple games in the finals, it's like it hit you like, wow, the Spurs are really a lot better. They're a lot better. They're a lot deeper than this Heat team. It was kind of an inevitability that you kind of saw in LeBron's eyes and those guys. They knew this. They just, they just were facing a better team. And then we go back to... And the Lakers dynasty, right? The Lakers. I remember this. Uh, I want to say, I don't know, if the, I think maybe the year before they ended up beating the Kings in that classic series and going on when the finals, they come back. They had Carmelo. They had Gary Payton. You know, they have pretty much a breeze through the season. Not too hard of a playoffs to get to the finals. You know, Kevin uh, Carmelo gets banged up. He's not really himself, but still. You got Kobe and Shaq, right? Kobe and Shaq going to find a way. And whether it was in, internal or whatever, um, the Pistons just dominate the Lakers. You know, it's the same thing. We kind of just keep saying, oh, it's Kobe and Shaq and Phil. Like the Lakers. They're, I mean, I hated the Lakers growing up. I hated them at this time. But in my head, everyone's thinking, oh, they're going to at least get it deep because it's Kobe and Shaq. And I think they lose in five. Pistons get them out here in five. They blow them out in game five. Like, the final game's not even close. Uh, the Pistons win the championship. It's the end. We never see Kobe and Shaq again, which is crazy. Probably one of the best duo ever. You never see them play together again. And weirdly, it kind of feels the same way except one thing. No Kevin Durant. You know, yeah, the Lakers had injuries. Yeah, the Heat had a banged-up Wade and some guys. But... It wasn't like LeBron was hurt. It wasn't like Kobe was hurt. Durant's the best player on the team. He's one of the best players. In the he was probably the best player in the league before he got hurt. That's the only variable. Because if it wasn't for this, I would be like, I would bet all the money in the house they're going to lose tonight. And Raps are going to uh, kill in the fire. But <clears throat> when you have Kevin Durant, he's just that, he's, he's that great. He's just unknown. He come out here and he just gets 20. That might be enough. He doesn't have to score 28, 30, 35. He just has to give him 20, 20 points from that position instead of McKinney or whoever else, Jarevko, or even have to make sure Draymond and you don't have to score as much. If he just give him 20, uh, this, they can win this game. And like I said, they're going back to Oakland. Does he feel better in Oakland? Does Clay feel a little bit better? And then they win this game, things get interesting. Then the pressure's back on Toronto to kind of have to try to end this thing before we go, we go back to seven. You don't want to give the Warriors that experience. They, you don't want to give them seven. So I think Toronto has to they have to go for it. They may have to go for it in this game. If they lose this game, they might be playing, planning to come back for seven. And if the Warriors, they have to, they have to go all in, in this game as well because, you know, they lose this over. So 
think we're gonna have a good matchup tonight. I'm excited. Uh, before we end it, gosh, <sighs> let me get a prediction. Oh, okay. Prediction. I'm going to go with. Oh God. I I really believe in experience, and especially in a series format, Heart of a Champion. Durant's back. I could be wrong, because I really this is one game I have no lead on. But I think I'm gonna go Warriors. I think Warriors get it back to Oakland. I think this thing's getting interesting. I think the drama's building. I think we might be going go we might be going for a game seven. Durant, Kawhi battle. I I think Warriors win this one. I do. I'm going I'm going Warriors tonight. Big game, big game from Steph. I think Durant gives them enough. I think the Raptors feel a little bit of pressure, man. And like they're playing, they're playing so, 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 so well. When you look back at the Philly series and the Milwaukee series, they won no, they won no series, but they had the battle and they had some stinkers. It's a lot of Kyle Lowry still has some stinkers. Siakam still has some stinkers. Um, Ibaka disappeared at times. Gasol disappeared at times. I'm, we might get one of the, one of those guys. Uh, uh, Van Vliet goes cold. Green goes. We might just get too many guys going cold tonight for the Raptors. Where kind of like Game Two, where they couldn't hit anything, and and the Warriors built up an, a big enough lead to hold them off. We might get that again. I think we might get some cold Raptors tonight. The pressure is going to be on. They're going to be at home. They're going to be expected to close thing out. The later this game is, if you have a Durant playing well, hitting shots, the pressure is going to build. And I think, you know, might be enough guys off because of that. I think uh, the Warriors are going to pull it out. So I'm predicting the Warriors. Um, let's throw out 108, 102 Warriors. Um, that's my prediction. Okay. Thank you guys for joining After Hours Podcast here with Jay Jones. Um, we will be back either talking about the Toronto Raptors winning their first NBA championship, which would be historic. And we'll, we'll talk about what this means for them and the city and the NBA and the free agency. And we'll talk about all that. Or we're going to be looking at a game six back in Oakland, which if Durant wins this one and he helps and he's close to himself, the hype for game six is going to be one of the more hype games probably since uh, the Cavs came back from 3-1 uh, on the Warriors um, a couple years ago. So, I'm excited. I know all you NBA fans are excited, man. This is going to be a great game tonight. All right. Well, come check back with us. Uh, I'll probably post the next one probably tomorrow. Uh, maybe the day after. We will see. Uh, but come back with us for the next uh, episode of After Hours NBA Finals Edition. Yeah, we out. Thank you.